Welcome to Dawn Patrol, the 30A Morning Show. Good morning! Presented by 38 Cottages and Concierge. Yeah! <laughs> Online, 38cottages.com. One second. It is like you're stuffing a lemon in your face. Though. It is. You got. It's if you can get past that. All right. Good morning, everybody. It's Dawn Patrol, and we've got a great event happening this weekend. It's in its eighth year, and I'm with Brett Ferris, the curator of Digital Graffiti. It's going to be my first time at Digital Graffiti, and I don't think of, I could have a better person walk me through the experience from maybe the first year it started uh, to uh, year eight here. Uh, Brett, how are you? I'm doing all right. I still can't believe you've never been. This is It's crazy <laughs> and uh, it, it really is and uh, you know we watched it online over the past, you know, 8 years on yeah. 38.com and That's you cool. just well you see the photos and you're yeah. you're you're curious but you know once again 6 years ago I had kids <laughs> and uh, you know things just you know your bucket list changes but now yes, I'm working with 38.com and we can't be more excited than covering this all week with you guys. How did you first become involved with digital graffiti? So it was through a mutual uh, colleague between Mike Ragsdale and me, and she just thought maybe you should talk to this person uh, who just started in academia. I started teaching, uh, you know, like a punk. You might meet anywhere else. All right. Um, who had done a lot of industry work. We uh, had both used this person in PR. So she just said, you know, let's bring him out, see what you think. Mike was interested in having somebody proof the idea, you know, this concept. Um, I've got, you know, this big background in technology and art, and I didn't know what I was going to, you know, expect or should expect coming down here. I'd heard of the, you know, the Panhandle. Right. <laughs> Redneck Riviera and all these sure, kinds of yeah. things that uh, were conflicting in what I was hearing otherwise, which was, it's an amazing place. So the moment I did step here, yeah, Alice Beach has something different going on. And as we started talking more about his ideas about bringing the local community in, as well as sort of elevating um, the idea of what Alice Beach is, uh, it just made complete sense. Yeah. And so this um, projection idea, it's it, especially eight to nine years old, possibly, um, was very new for a lot of parts of the world. Nobody really was doing it in this kind of uh, size that uh, it may have been one-offs, but the idea that Mike had, you know, he scored a home run with this. It's yeah, perfect it for this community. I think he was a big fan in high school of the uh, projector, you know, the teacher yeah. would write on it and be stuff on the wall maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Do you think that's the first time that maybe it kind of clicked with people? It'd be like, that's actually kind of neat. You can put it up on the wall. He just, like you said, the this notion of a cinema screen yeah. or an outdoor drive-in kind of thing, it makes complete sense when you do see the walls here. It probably made a lot of sense uh, nine years ago because you would see the sides of some of these buildings that didn't have windows on them. So that's as it's built out here, those things are disappearing. I don't know if it, the idea may have come to him with it built out. Yeah, Not that's the same way. Super cool. You do look at these buildings like, what's going on the side of the buildings? And nothing until you guys take over for the weekend. Uh, tell me about the first year. What was the logistics like getting it set up for the first year? <laughs> so you've heard anything about this? I have, but I want to hear it from you. <laughs> okay. Um, there may have been a storm. Yeah, there was possibly a storm. I guess it was Gustav that uh, was threatening. But you know, we all just sort of stepped out here and acted like it wasn't there. 
but then for 45 minutes, it really was there and knocked out two-thirds of the projectors. But for that, you know, for those 12-ish projectors that were still running, everybody thought that was our A game. And uh, there it was. It was born in spite of, or, you know, <laughs> whatever anybody else wanted to say about it. People were really excited. How did you find artists for the first year? This is a good question, too. Uh, we ran calls out on different publications, uh, you know, as you'd expect regionally. But because I'm from New York, they're looking for a greater reach. I went with uh, this uh, site that's basically one of the first um, kinds of art sites back in the uh, late 90s. It's called Rhizome that I put out a call on there. And that's where we got all of these people from all over the world to come in and start giving us a different sense for this place. So it was interesting um, to see all the different takes on what you could do um, with this kind of work. And it was a good balance, I guess, to see what the world would have to say otherwise. Because we, you know, we were getting all kinds of crazy stuff. Yeah. And, you know, some, there was some soft porn, and there was not soft porn, and there was some stuff from Germany and France, and Asia. I mean, we were getting stuff from all over that was just clicking in so easily and so well. So for this year, for instance, we do have uh, the best of show winner from first year acting as a judge. Okay. Um, he's also going to show a piece uh, that uses a, it's a water shield. So it's a big uh, water piece that's projected onto, and it's kind of wild because it looks holographic. Right. Um, you can walk around it, and it just kind of raises over. the bar again. Yeah, that's. Uh, but it's it's been just that way. It seems like that first year when we got hit with that storm, um, we realized how we had to bring our game up for the next year. Yeah, there you go. You do a good event the first year. You got to do another one. So year two comes around. Yeah. Uh, you grew a little bit and uh, kind of figured some things out. We're in year eight, right? So I mean, that's right. so just the baby steps from year two to year eight now. What what has been the biggest um, challenge for you guys? Well, there's been a few. I mean, you have the technical ones that we were, you know, solving. We've got a great crew um, that comes in and they really care about the work. I mean, it was just simple solutions, of course, at first, technically, by having trash bags to pull over projectors. But when you're talking about the kinds of work that may uh, be, you know, considered a little extreme on one hand, maybe it's political, maybe it's, you know, too, too nothing, I guess. In fact, I mean, I've tried to play both sides of the idea of familiar and abstract so that you're not completely breezing through the parade, if you will, but you're, you're taking in a little bit more than you realize. Again, because this thing's at night, you um, have your defenses down. You're not in a museum. You're not playing up to any kind of you know, ethic or some sort of other strange code. You're here to have some fun. And what's nice about it is that people are turning to each other and talking and asking, did you just see what I, what I just saw? Yeah. So it's that initial conversation that first year, um, you know, it started getting ramped up to the point where uh, we're out of control. So that, at that point, we sort of brought it back down. That's when we introduced a second night on Friday um, 
to allow people who wanted to see the art to kind of stand back and think about it a little more instead of just rushing to Kaliza, you know, to get to the bar kind of idea. So it's nice what happened with that introduction that people became a little more interested in just talking to each other about what they were seeing as opposed to just racing. What's the timeline to prepare an event like Digital Graffiti? Unlike there's not another event, so it's really your template. Yeah. So when the event ends, it just goes right back into ne the next year? Or, I mean, are you, this is a full 365-day production? It's not 365, but um, it keeps growing every year. What we discovered, I mean, we wanted to be able to recruit more kinds of work that we would like to know more about so instead of being so dependent on just submissions. So that, uh, I guess, like three or four years ago, started taking more time going to artist studios and talking to people just to see what they're up to. So we have that on one hand. Um, I guess the, the next step was to start, as you're saying, instead of doing it possibly the week before the event, which is kind of the way that we've, you know, just to stage it. Mm -hmm. uh, we haven't had as much time as we'd like. But each year we've stepped it back so that, for instance, this year we were asking for calls six months prior to the event. So at least we had a little more say um, in how or the direction we'd like to go. But um, I guess it's, been, it's in its third year we had a residency to also cultivate, and that happens in January, uh, to help us bring on work so that we feel more solid going into, as you say, June. Yeah, we're talking digital graffiti. Uh, it is this weekend, June 4th through the 6th. Online, it's digitalgraffiti.com. Spell it like it sounds. Mm -hmm. And uh, we've got a big week planned. Uh, tell us about Thursday. Thursday. So that's the curator's tour. That is uh, supposed to be my time. <laughs> <laughs> and I, you know, it, last year we didn't have a, a mic system and I was surrounded by people and so it was... It was a little, you know, here and there. And I, the biggest problem was I wasn't talking into a microphone that I don't like holding on to big microphones. Sure. So uh, That's this a problem year, right now. That's a solution we have this year <laughs> right away is that I've got something I guess is going to be on my head or cool. something. Um, wireless. Yeah. Like a pop star. Yeah, I'm going to be like Madonna. That's cool. <laughs> but, Alex, one of our artists, is, uh, yeah. is here, and uh, we're going to talk to her on Friday, but uh, she's a little jet-lagged from that long trip from Newark, so... <laughs> yeah. No, well, and so that's the thing, is that you, um, you have a chance to talk about the ideas going into the work, and because we had never really talked about a history mm -hmm. of this kind of stuff, normally graffiti kinds of work, projected stuff, it's come out really by one artist um, back in the 80s, and no one knew what to do about or with it because it was a one-off. It wasn't part of some sort of event. Um, and if you were lucky to see it, because it's unannounced, it might be up on a building, you have to look up to see. So I thought maybe it'd be a good idea to talk about this kind of prehistory to digital graffiti. And I just didn't have a microphone. So uh, you know, people were getting bits and pieces. This year, it's going to be all about the kind of tricks, maybe, mm -hmm. if you want to think about uh, what's going on behind the scenes. We've got a couple of artists coming in, one from Australia and another one from Germany. The German artist was the guy who took Best to Show the first year, eight years ago, Robert Seidel. So 
it'll be good to have him on Thursday night to talk about what he's up to, what he's been up to. But he's going to be showing that work uh, the, with the water. Can't wait to see that. It's That's good. Pretty. Is there uh, things you look forward to with this year's event? Are there any anybody talking about some of the displays that we might be able to see that night? Is display the right word? Uh, is, yeah. that, is that an offensive word? No, it's not an offensive <laughs> okay, word Okay, because it, it is a display. It is, yeah. So uh, um, you, you're mentioning the water uh, aspects. Uh, what, what else is out there that somebody that hasn't been can kind of expect right. and kind of be wowed by? Well, one of the things that I liked seeing this year, I mean, you know, I've been recruiting more artists uh, as well as, the, you know, depending on the submission process to kind of work in a bigger sort of fuller way. But what we did is we sort of reduced the number of categories to submit, which helped a lot. So now we've got a more balanced way of thinking about work that might be really what's called generative, that uh, is stuck inside a program that just starts creating these kinds of patterns on its own. The artist sort of gives it a, a DNA and then lets it run. Let's see what's, you know, what's gonna happen. So we've got almost like a good third of generative, and then we've got another third that is, um, and. This is interesting, but we'll get to that here in a second. Sure. That this uh, the second third is more familiar, almost like a brush stroke. Like the we're we've gotten used to seeing computer, you know, what we understand as computer art, and it can be sort of jarring. And uh, maybe the the stuff is uh, <laughs> another artist is pulled up here. All right. Um, that dude. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Andrew, I've introduced you. You've introduced yourself. Andrew, your yeah, I met, we met at Fonville. You did? Okay, good. Yes, yes. All he, right. he pointed me towards you. <laughs> <laughs> good. Um, well, so we've, we've got this second third that is sort of more naturalistic. It looks like a hand could have painted it, but it's actually computer-based, digital work. Um, and then this third part, which is more uh, performance-based, where you, the computer is going to start reacting, responding to what's going on around. You know, so viewers of DG become participants cool. and get to see what happens next. So we've got one of these artists in from uh, Australia who's got a generative work. It's uh, like vines growing on the side of one of the homes here. And you can touch the vines, you can touch the butterfly, make it go off in a different direction. And so it responds to you. Um, and I guess in a way that we've sort of become more accustomed to with our games and everything else around us, but it's taken you know, artists to, to learn how to work with technologists yeah. and people that can help them get their ideas out. So we've got a good balance of these different ways of seeing. And I'm excited because it didn't have to depend on it just being a bunch of, uh, what do I want to say here? Anything you want. Well, I'm, I'm trying yeah. to think of what we've had too much of in the past, but I guess I shouldn't. No, yeah, every, <laughs> everything is good. Have you ever had any, this is, made, this is a pretty stupid question, have you ever had any homeowners come to their house with the art on it and go, what did you do to my house? Anybody like freak out just and then forgot that, that it, it was projected? It seems like there was one person. <laughs> 
But, yeah, like you say, that we probably won't talk about that person. <laughs> That's fine. Normally, all the all the folks come out, and when we're doing tests, like in March and April, they come outside and are happy to see what's being projected. Right. In fact, they even talk about how it matches up with their personality or something. So it's it's pretty cool how it's been embraced by the community here because I don't know, you know. <laughs> Yeah, if you could do this in many places. Yeah, and that's a good. That was a question that we've been asking each other. Where else could you do this in the world? Not just the United States. Is there another place that even has the infrastructure to be able to do this type of festival? Well, no. It. Um, I mean, on one hand, because it's such a small community, uh, we don't have a lot of light coming off to, you know, basically take away from mm-hmm. the color coming off the projectors, but. You don't have, when when you think about the number of communities around the world, I think there's one in Antigua. Um, There might be something that's whitewashed, like in Morocco or something like this, but it's not going to have homes that have these kinds of details that have the skin of um, a projection screen. You know, I mean, something you'd see in a theater where the the, the skin of these buildings reflects light, uh, that you end up having these sorts of brilliant, experiences and simply with light i mean Mm. it's not something to compare anywhere else in the world like you say all right so we're gonna talk to one of the artists for this year's digital graffiti we've got alex david (laughs) from montclair new jersey yes awesome okay and uh you were uh, kind of in the background a minute ago uh we were talking with brett and i just really kind of forced you to get on the mic so thank you so much for (laughs) one uh taking a little time i know you had a long trip uh, let's talk about uh, how you found out about this thing called digital graffiti. <laughs> All right. Well, um, one day I'm going into my email and I see my professor at the time, uh, Mr. Fairs. He sends me, oh, hey, um, I really liked your final for your 3D design class. And maybe you'd like to do something like this for this festival. And I was like, oh, 3D Zotrope. I've never heard of this before. And I open it up and I'm just like, what, what the hell is this? <laughs> it really, it like blew my mind. I like had no idea what it was. It was like something that was like magical and organic kind of witchcraft on my screen. And I'm like, how does this work? And it like uses a Fibonacci sequence and it was extreme. And I'm like, what does he want me to do? And he was like, it was like a huge thing. And then I replied like, yeah, yeah, sure. I'll do it. I know how to do this. Like, you know, wow. it's, uh, you know, it's like jumping into the void. It's like, I don't know what you just showed me, but I'll just give it a shot. So I'm going to um, sound really smart right here. I actually knew one of the words you just said, the, the Fibonacci sequence. Is that what it is? Yeah. Fibonacci sequence. It was on Da Vinci code. I was like, <laughs> reason i know that so all right can i use that a lot on saturday night is that gonna that's good street cred around here yeah well that fibonacci (laughs) sequence was just outstanding on that yeah poster over there (laughs) (laughs) and the golden angle and like all these things but yeah um will you give me five words i can use walking around saturday night (laughs) that are just gonna really floor people uh what what, hmm. give me a, a fibonacci sequence all right the golden uh, angle? Yeah, I know. It's the, yeah, it's a golden angle and like the rule of thirds. I know that. Yeah, okay. It's on my camera if you look at it. Oh, yeah. yeah it's, <laughs> Never, it's not that exciting. They paint it on your lens now. It's like, don't do it in the middle. So, all right. I got that one. All right. Uh, I'm not I'm not so sure. Um, Zotrope. 
That's cool. So trope. Yeah. Okay, that's so a good true. one. Sounds pretty techy and cool. Now you've been future. at this for a really long time, haven't you? Uh, yeah. I mean, I've been just working at this, uh, just you know, on the side of finishing college and just going at it at any time I had free time and just figuring it out. And it was frustrating, cool. but it was really exciting when I was starting to get it together and stuff. And yeah, it's it's like interesting new art. And uh, it was very scary trying to print out this sculpture in the printer. I was like, oh, I hope it doesn't jam. I hope someone doesn't come in. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, because we have like a 3D printer in this small little office in the school. So like there's always someone who wants to use it. And I would just be like hogging it and stuff. Actually, I wasn't the main hogger. Just, right. just putting that out there. But, okay. uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I would uh, just be nervous sometimes because like I would just come in whenever just to test things. But yeah, it was really it was an interesting journey. That's very cool. So you you just graduated from college? Yeah. Okay, cool. And I would have to say that you're, not that you maybe did this or not, your house parties probably had the most amazing uh, lighting <laughs> in the rooms, right? No, you probably didn't do that. You studied. <laughs> Yeah. Right? No, I actually, since I lived really far, it was hard for right. my friends to commute. And okay. <laughs> yeah. Right. So we had to make do like, <laughs> I don't think Brett knew where I was going with that. <laughs> no, no, I, I she, just, she answered it. Yeah. I know. That's funny. She was studying. <laughs> where others aren't. Yeah. That's funny. That's, I went to LSU. Uh, it, yeah. it, it Sorry. Matters. I'm like okay. a nerd. So that's all right. That's good. Okay. So are you excited about this? This is your first big public uh, showing is that right? Have yeah, it's almost overwhelming. I'm just kind of like you know taking it from a very Zen perspective. Like I, I don't know where I am. I don't know what's going on, but I'm here to experience and hopefully other people enjoy what I made and stuff. So it's very cool. Do you know any of the other artists that are here? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> um, no, I'm laughing because I actually we all made eye contact on the plane, oh. and for a moment, especially the one from Melbourne, I like stared at her, and I don't know why I just stared. But then later we're like, wow, we just like intensely gaze at each other. <laughs> like it's like we all we are like all internally connected. That's we just cool. know. <laughs> what you don't know is she probably took a picture of you, and you are the art for her art uh, here today. No, that's I don't flattering. Know. I, don't, I don't think so though. <laughs> no, that's good. So you guys, a, a bunch, were on the plane coming in. Yeah, we were all on the same plane. Cool. Okay. <laughs> well, Alex, thank you so much for picking up the microphone, and uh, <laughs> we will talk to you again. I can't wait to see. Uh, what you have in store for us. So you want if you wanted to give a little description of what you have, I know we've kind of touched on it a little bit, but uh, uh, what is a first timer going to take away from what you're doing for us? Oh, the zoetrope. Yeah. I think um, they will just be bedazzled because it would be like, what am I watching? <laughs> but um, eventually, um, yeah, I think it's a very interesting optical illusion. It's okay. basically an animating sculpture and the strobe light helps you to, to create the illusion that a solid object before your eyes is animating. So um, yeah, it's, it's like a makes a ripple effect and um, yeah, hopefully people will be like the first time they've really seen a blooming zoetrope before. Awesome. I can't wait to see that. And duration's not a big thing, like the the length of the effects. Oh, yeah. No. It's, it's just some are interactive and then some aren't. And uh, it's it's not a movie, per se. No. This is, this, is, this is some really cool stuff that you can kind of get right in front of immediately and see. So I, I'm, once again, first time this year, I'll be a pro next year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Alex. All right, thanks. For people that have been here before, what is new that they will notice this year? This year? Sure. There is more interactive work. Um, we're, we've been having more residencies, like Andrew. Um, 
is going to bring some work that hasn't been shown. This got a greater uh, sound component to it, so we're trying to raise the bar on sound. And it's been a problem since we began to be able to have good quality speakers uh, yeah. without them or us worrying about them being sort of rained on and then whatever you know kind of harm occurring from there. So we've been expanding. Um, on all fronts, I and mean, the resolution of the projectors is the best, the greatest it's been since we started. And it's across the board, the luminance of all the projectors has gone up. Um, everything, everywhere you look uh, is best of show. It's great to see. So with this expanded sort of format in interactive work, um, people should should know to stop and try to play around with it. it, okay. it it's not going to be like it has in the past where it's just something straight up on the wall right just on to it. look at. I can't wait for that. It's going to be really cool. Friday is a big day. A lot of things going on. You can touch touch on Friday just a little bit. What do we got on Friday? So Friday is a little more subdued. Um, it's for people who want to just enjoy art. Um, there is just sort of a nice stroll. The artists will be out talking about their work. If you have a question, how they get something accomplished, ask them. The, you know, the number of people out will be less. Um, it's just not the horde, I guess, if you mm -hmm. want to call it that, on Saturday night that wants to have a good time. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then we'll talk Saturday. Uh, we've got a great place. The Caliza Pool is uh, home to a, a fantastic... Uh, is that the launching point? And then people go walk around, they kind of hang out at the pool? and No, they, they, actually, it's, it's, it's it all over the place. Okay. Okay. Sorry, man. It's okay. <laughs> I, I, hey, man, I'm learning. It Baby all steps. all the time, doesn't it? Baby steps, yeah. No, but they um, they will start with Andrew's work uh, okay. coming in, and they will be hit by different different things as they go along the pedestrian path, and then it will end up at Kaliza. We do. I mean, we have some other work from uh, SCAD students. You know, Savannah College of Art and Design. Mm -hmm. They will be doing the butteries. Uh, you know, those structures at the uh, beginning of when you enter Alice Beach. They'll be projecting on those as well as uh, the wall over here at Kaliza Pool. Uh, so they're, they're kind of like the bookends yeah. for the whole thing. What do you do on Sunday? You do on Sunday. No, what do you do? <laughs> Red bar. Red bar. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> time to relax. We'll yeah. see you there, Dred Clampett. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is a relaxing day. Uh, how many artists do you have in this year? So there's 27 uh, up for the, the competition itself. And then we have some invited artists as well that um, people like Robert Seidel, who won the first year, just kind of hang out and talk about what they've been up to lately. Mm -hmm. And um, so they're, they're, I think that, though, that there's probably upwards of 40, at least 40 things to view. Wow. In addition to what's going on at Central Park, games and stuff for kids. Anything with local talent uh, that you guys try and uh, kind of maybe in the future integrate some kids to do some stuff? Or has that ever been on the plate to maybe try and uh, break in some uh, yeah. you know, children artists that uh, might be able to do some stuff on the walls around here? That'd be pretty neat. No, we have had, like last year we had an artist um, from the other side of Florida came in and worked with kids on a zoetrope, actually. This year... Um, I mean, they have sort of these photo booths and this sort of thing, but it's not the creative edge that you're talking about. And that would be yeah. something that I know we've talked about it in the past to bring in. And it's just a matter of trying to, like you say... One more projector, one, one more building. <laughs> well, and one more day to talk about sure. it and get it planned. Because that's the only thing. We're, we're finally getting to a place where 
uh, we can talk about this stuff. Saturday night used to be like that first year. Um, it went till four o'clock in the morning. It, I mean, it was great to be able to talk afterwards, but um, we went through so much stuff getting there that the following years with just one night, you would just wake up on a Sunday morning and it would be as if it didn't happen. Everything's sure. cleaned up, gone. Now, this is the first time I can enjoy a Saturday night and talk to people. Tell them, you know, or give them an answer about what's going on instead of running away. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, that's really, really cool. So it's digital graffiti. Uh, there is an app that supports the event, that's and right. uh, you guys can download the app. How do, how do you find the app? That's a good question. 38.com. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's it. there's a lead in I'm sure on your website here it's digitalgraffiti.com and uh, we're going to be covering this Friday Saturday night and uh, just really enjoying what you guys put on down here we thank you for doing it for eight years thank you uh, and <laughs> I, I apologize for missing the first seven but Dude, I yeah. think you've probably ironed out all the problems in the first seven <laughs> to really make this spectacular for me yeah, so. <laughs> we've been waiting for you. It's time now. We're so, ready for uh, you. Yeah, we're ready to walk the grounds here at Alice Beach. And uh, definitely go to alicebeach.com and just look at what they get to work with here at Digital Graffiti. Uh, we will be interviewing a lot of artists on Friday morning Good. at the breakfast and uh, just asking simple questions and uh, why, why it's going to be so cool this year. So thank you so much. I appreciate your time. It's uh, Brett Ferris with Digital Graffiti, and it's this weekend. Tickets still available? Yes, sir. Tickets are available. Go to digitalgraffiti.com right now. Uh, you can also go, uh, any questions, you can call 850-213-5500 or info at digitalgraffiti.com. Thanks, Brett. Thank you. Dawn Patrol, presented by 38 Cottages and Concierge with properties in Rosemary Beach, Seacrest, Seagrove, Seaside, and Watercolor. Unpack, relax, and forget where you're from. 38cottages.com. 30A Radio. Brought to you by The Growler Garage. With 40 craft beers on tap, just steps away from the beach. Located across from Ed Walleen Beach Access at the corner of 393 and 30A at Santa Rosa Beach. Grab a growler. GrowlerGarage38.com.